Welcome back to the podcast where we talk about business and marriage and marriage and business. Marriage and business. And all the things. And all of the things. Hi, everyone. Welcome back to the Market Vibe podcast. We are Michael and Jill, and hopefully you are still here. <laughs> if you are, God bless you. Like we love you so joke. much. I know it is the running joke. Yeah. So we are coming up on the last month of January and February, which is Valentine's Day, which I know people love to hate that holiday. <laughs> <laughs> but we are, we figured we'd talk about what it's like to be a working couple and what it means to like work together in business and be a married couple in honor of Valentine's Day. So that if you are going to work with your spouse or partner, you guys don't kill each other. For some reason, I thought you were going to say in honor of Valentine's Day so we can honor the day that is Valentine's Day. <laughs> yeah, you're right. I meant to say that. Yeah, I <laughs> but yeah, I think that. one thing that's been really cool is when we first started out our this business together, actually, even in the first one, you know, like six, seven years ago, we didn't really come across a lot of business owners that were couples or especially married couples. But I feel like now it's starting to become a little bit more prevalent where I'm starting to see, you know, on Instagram couples working together. And I think that's really cool. And I think that there's just some things we can share. Obviously, we've been together 12 years. We've been in business for total, you know. Since we got married. Since we got married. So, so about seven years. Seven or eight. We're seven. Kind of, we're kind of. It's like in that Mr. and Smith movie. Yeah, like five or you know six years, whatever. Five or six. Yeah. So just to back up a little bit, if you don't know our story, basically, we met in college, did the whole corporate thing. It wasn't for us. Then we got engaged and we were getting married and we were like, okay, we had this awareness that we were going in different directions career-wise, and we didn't like that. We didn't like that we were spending all of our time commuting, all of our time at our, at work, and then our leftover time was with each other. And we were getting married, and we were like, well, we want to spend all of our time together. So the most logical thing we could think of was starting a business. So, and this is right when we were planning our wedding, we decided to start a business like four months before our actual, the date of our such wedding. Such a good idea. I know, such a great idea. But what we did, and people thought we were nuts, is we decided to invest in our first business, then go on a honeymoon. And our first little business was like a screen printing t-shirt business. And it was so fun. And we learned so much. However, that year was definitely a difficult year in figuring out how to work together as a couple. And I'd say, and then the next time where it was where it got weird for a minute was when you quit your job. And then we were really working together full time, figuring out that balance. But I'd say I'll start with the cons or no, the pros. <laughs> Sorry, I'll start with the pros. Um, I think the best thing about working together in a business as a couple is that we're working toward the same goal. Mm -hmm. And we're working toward like something, some common goal or thing together. And it's really exciting to be working on it together and going in the same direction. Yeah. I'd say it's so, it's very fulfilling. I'd say it's more fulfilling than just something on your own because I feel totally. like we wake up every day and we, like you said, we have that common goal. We're chasing a common dream. And I think it's just so cool that we get to help each other help other people. Mm -hmm. And it's just such a cool dynamic. And it's something that people really gravitate towards. I mean, obviously, like, I can't speak to what it would be like if we were running businesses alone, because we've always run them together. But it's so unique. And people find it really great. And it's an easy conversation starter to talk to people. And they're like, you're in business together. Wow, that's so cool. Like it just it builds almost like an instant rapport. 
mm-hmm. fact that we're in a relationship together, we're married, and we run a business. Yeah, I see what you're seeing. What you're saying, people are definitely very curious when they hear about that. And what's interesting is most people that we have encountered are very cynical against marriage and committing to one person. And then you throw in, well, not committing to one person, but just marriage in general. But like, I'd say that when we encounter people, their common reaction is, I can never work with my wife, or I can never work with my husband, which is totally fine. You totally don't have to. But in our experience, we've found that it's just more fulfilling to be working on something together. And we get to spend so much time together. And but it took us, I mean, we didn't get to this place without hard work and without not only working on our business growth, but working on growth in each other and growth in our relationship to be a super strong foundation for our business. Yeah, I totally agree. I think it just, it's like with a relationship, it's just a different kind of work. It's just like you have to work on your relationship and there's things obviously to do to do that. Working on your business is a completely separate thing. And so I think it's just how you work on your relationship. You really take the time to work on your business as well. I think it's a another pro is that we both have such different skill sets mm-hmm. that blend together nicely. So it makes it really, really, I don't want to say easy, but it's it's really nice to have different skill sets like that. Whereas when you're a business owner by yourself, you typically, at least for the first however long, have to learn everything yourself. But when we came together and started our business, like you had your skill sets in graphic design and social media. And then I had a background in like sales and marketing. So we were able to like blend them together where typically it would have just been one person and then you'd have to learn the other skills. So I think that that's a really nice benefit too, is you both bring different skills to the table that kind of help maybe exponentially move things in a more positive direction a little bit quicker than it would be if you were on your own. Yeah. And you said before we started recording this podcast, we were doing a little prep and one of the best things has been having boundaries in literally everything because what we really had to learn early on was that when we were talking about business and say we were having a disagreement it was about business you can't bring in other things from relationship area into that so like like if you needed you know like some sort of chip in your argument or something you can't like be bringing up stuff from relationship if that makes sense so boundaries have been very helpful. And we definitely do our best to separate when we're having like a discussion about business. It's about business. When we're having a discussion about relationship marriage, it's about that and not muddling the two. We do definitely, because we're so excited about our business together, we talk about it a lot. So like if we're on date night, like, yes, we'll end up talking business, but that's very exciting to us. So we have a really good time you know, talking about that together, dreaming together, you know, but we do, you know, take time to talk to each other about like, you know, how are you feeling? How's everything going? And just having those boundaries has been very important because it's easy when your business partner is your partner to just talk about business all the time, to be working all the time and to forget about like the relationship portion of it. Mm -hmm. So I'll talk about one thing that's been tough or is tough is 
when there's one person, it's really, really simple. You're like, I have an idea. Cool. There's no one to tell me like <laughs> anything. And so you can just implement it. So that's when I think being the only person is a little bit easier. Whereas yeah. I talked about like with two people, you combine your skill sets and that's really cool. <laughs> whereas you and I, because we're so different, we have different ideas usually. And so like at the beginning, we used to argue because oh it'd gosh, be like yeah. so much because it'd be like, no, my idea, no, my idea. No, I don't understand your idea. And just back and forth because like we, it took us time to realize that like, Hey, we're just different people. We have different ideas, but the ultimate goal is always the same. It's to get people the help they need to grow a business. Like it's always the same positive direction. It's just different ways like GPS. Like, yeah, there's a way to get there. That's the quickest, but there's usually like four or five different ways. None of those ways are quote unquote wrong ways mm -hmm. to get there. And so it's just difference of opinions. Like I'm going this highway, you're going this highway. Like they'll get us in the same destination. It's just realizing that you don't have to argue with the person. Like they're just giving their perspective on what they see. And then really just coming together and having a conversation where it's like, okay, we're not saying any idea is a bad idea. We're just, we, we can only pick one, honestly. Mm -hmm. So like, let's sit down together and like, let's respectfully talk about, okay, what are the pros and cons of yours? What are the pros and cons of mine? And let's figure out which is the best course of action based on where we want to go. And like, I would love to say that we're, we're there in that, but I think we are that's miles better. We're better than we were, but yeah. I don't think we're there yet because no. I think that's like, I don't think you ever arrive at that because there's always like this, like you have an idea, I have an, you know, and it's, so it's just, it's a give and take and it's really understanding, I think, and just respecting the other person that like, Hey, they want the same things you do. It's just, they see a different direction. Totally. And I would say like in the beginning, the biggest issue was creative control and ego. Those were like the two things that were always popping up because if you said an idea and I didn't like it you would get offended and vice versa. I would get very offended. Like, uh, let's just be real. Like I am definitely a little more sensitive in that area, especially when it came to constructive criticism as well. That was another thing that was hard for me to overcome was like, if you found a misspelling or if, you know, something just didn't make sense, I would get so offended, but I've worked on it. Former people pleaser, we're good. I know that you're just trying to fix it and it's coming from a good place. But I think what's really helped, at least me, you know, I don't want to speak for you, is that remembering like what is best for the brand. What It doesn't matter what I think. It doesn't matter what you think. What is the best idea that's best for the brand, that's best for our clients, that's best for our customers, you know, who are buying our products? what's best for them and removing for me, removing my ego out of that and not needing like the glory of being like, it was my idea that succeeded or whatever, but just removing that ego and being like, okay, well, what's best for the brand. And, um, I really had to work on that because I think what had happened was when I was working full time in our business and you were still working, I remember we had a conversation and you were like, you've got to be CEO for a little while while we, while I'm working, you've got to be driving. And I was like, okay, great. And then when you came on full time, I had a hard time really letting go and letting you have say, because what's been really great about having you as a business partner is like, you can see things that I can't, and then I can see things that you can't. And we're not alone and being like, well, should we do this? Like, should I do this? What should I do? You have a second party. If there someone who can be a different perspective on it. 
And I forgot where I was going with this rant. No, it was beautiful. I was going somewhere. We're on that. Well, I talked about highways and stuff like that. So <laughs> yeah. You're, well, now I, I'm at like a fork and I'm like, where was I going? But yeah. So. Yeah. I think it's just realizing it's a process. And like we've said, we've been in business for seven years and like we'll honestly and humbly sit here and say, we don't feel like we've figured out everything yet. Yeah. And I think it's it's just having grace with yourself. Like realizing that you both want the same things and that there's going to be probably 80% great where everything is like awesome. And then the 20% where you clash and just figuring out when that 20% happens. Okay. Like, why did it happen? Really evaluate it and just ask yourself, like, how can we just get better? Not how can we fix it? Because it's not necessarily something that's fixable. It's just an area you're getting better in. And so I think if you can just always remember that, Hey, you started this for a reason. Like you both want to impact, you know, business owners or the world or whatever it is in some sort of way. And just remembering you're two different people. You're going to have different ideas, but ultimately like you guys have the same goal. And if you can just slow down in those 20% moments where it's, it seems frustrating and just really remember that it'll kind of help you realize that like, Ultimately, it doesn't matter whether it's Jill's idea or my idea. Like, it's our idea. When we put it out to you, you don't know it's Jill's idea Mm. or my idea. So it's... That's a good point. It's like, don't focus so much on like, it's yours or mine, or I had this or you had this, because ultimately it's going to be your thing. Mm. So just figure out what is the best thing. And ultimately, you never know if... This is advice when couples ask us. I say, well, ultimately, you don't really know if your idea or her idea is going to be the best. Why not try one? And then if that doesn't work, well, you have another idea to fall back on, but like give it your all when you try both. And then, cause there's no harm in trying like a, you know, business really is test, evaluate, learn and retest. So, mm-hmm. you know, if you have two ideas and you're just stuck or, you know, there's two paths, just try one. And if it doesn't end up working out, like at least, you know, and you can try the other one, but really remember that like, then don't be like, oh, your idea didn't work or things like that. Because again, everyone's just doing the best they can with the information they have to try and help the business grow in the best way they think is possible. Mm, That's so insightful. And I remembered what I was going to say earlier. I think where we've seen this the most of the blending of both you and I is in our branding, not in the personal branding, but in our actual business branding, because it took us a while to get there. Because if I did it all myself, it'd be like pastel peach. If you did it, it would be black and nothing else. And now you look at our branding and it's a really nice mesh of both of us. So I think if you are going to work with your partner you want to think about like, how can you incorporate both of your voices into this brand? You know, how can you both be represented as one unit? And instead, I know that sounds like taboo instead of two individuals, how can you be like represented as one solid unit? And I'm very proud of what we've created that it's you and me, oh, which is what we used to say to each other when we were first dating. Um, It's you and me. It's not like, Jill over here, Michael over here. It's Michael and Jill and the Market Vibe. And if you want to see the maturation of that, just look at our entire Instagram. <laughs> Seriously. I mean, scroll back to the beginning. You'll yeah, see it. And I mean, that's why we leave stuff up is because I know there's a lot of people that delete stuff and like want to put on the best, you know, whatever to show people on Instagram, but we want you to see the journey. And so this is a perfect example. You can literally, if you just listen to this podcast and start scrolling our Instagram from the start, you'll be like, I'm literally seeing this right now. You can almost see the branding arguments, like the changes and everything like that. But I think that that shows that gives people hope. 
Mm-hmm. Like, I feel like if you look at someone's social medias or something like that, and it like they carefully curate it to look perfect based on the best possible place they're at, it's really hard for people to relate to that because maybe they're not there. And then they say, well, look at this person's like, whatever. But like, when you see this, you say, oh, okay, like I'm going through this right now and I'm struggling to like, or we're struggling as a couple to figure it out. Oh, well, look, they struggled, you know, five, six, seven. I see eight different times where mm-hmm. they really struggled to figure stuff out. And I think that your journey and your struggles and ultimately breakthroughs give other people hope when they're going through the same thing. And so that's why yeah. we always like to leave stuff like that up there. I was just going to say that it's okay to show the growth. Like it, that's totally fine. It's okay to show when you weren't as refined and polished and you didn't know what you're doing. Like, I think that humans have this thing, this fake persona that they have to be perfect when we're not perfect at all. We are hopelessly flawed. And I think the more that you can embrace that, the less pressure you can take off yourself of trying to think you have to act a certain way in business. And it's okay to show that. So. Well, that's like that real when I said you should just say how I versus how to. Because mm. when you show perfection, people are going to hold you to perfection. But when, and I love Gary Vee says, dude, I just create content documenting my journey. When you're just documenting your journey, like that's way more relatable to people. And if you mess up, like, sure, maybe someone will say something, but I promise you, if you try and put yourself on a pedestal and like fake, like you're perfect or try and show off this perfect persona, and then you mess up, you're going to get a lot more backlash than if you're just showing your journey and saying like, Hey, I'm just trying to build a business. I'm sharing my journey. There's going to be ups, downs, but I'm going to share kind of the whole thing. And then you never really run out of content because you're really just sharing what you're doing in your life. So, yeah, I think that would be a really good topic down the line to talk about like something, some topic about like authenticity and like what it really is. Cause that topic is thrown around a lot, mm-hmm. but to like really dive into it, I think that'd be an interesting. All right. Well, if you want to uh, hear about that on a future podcast, <laughs> write sea turtle in the comments. No, don't. There's no comments on Pike. Sea turtle. Write a, write a five-star review <laughs> saying sea turtle. Okay. Wait, we have to explain that. So somebody asked us like, in the last podcast, I said sea turtle. It's just basically our code for if we're going to go down like negative town yep. and talk negative, we say sea turtle. Yeah. So like sometimes, you know, we'll see something online that'll get like one of us riled up or like, we'll just, yeah, we'll be getting ready to go off on a rant and the other person has permission to just say sea turtle. Yeah. To just like stop it because you know, when you get into that, like anyone, not, not you, yeah. to, not, to, not pointing fingers. <laughs> no. Cause you know, like when you get into like kind of a rant in a negative spiral and then you're like, whoo, that was exhausting. Uh, so we kind of, we try to stop that cycle with sea yeah. turtle because it also makes us laugh. It does. And it, it like brings us back to focusing on the things that we can control. Cause and the things that matter. Yeah. Cause whatever we're ranting about or whatever, like there's nothing we can do about whatever that is. But sea turtle makes me laugh. And then it reminds me, okay, like I'm focusing on things that I shouldn't be like, let's just focus on myself. So so please write a five-star review and put sea turtle and we'd be more than happy to. (laughs) And subscribe if you want future sea turtles. Oh my goodness. But yeah, thank you so much for joining us. We get a lot of questions about what it's like working together as a couple. So Mm -hmm. um, we're pretty open books when it comes to that. Like I said, we don't pretend to like have it all figured out. We're just figuring it out on a day-to-day basis and just trying to get better. And that's really all we do in any area of our life every single day. Cause we realize mm-hmm. that anything worth achieving that's great takes time. And it's just really 
happens in the minute day-to-day things that you do rather than big overarching things. So yeah, very well said, baby. Cool. Yeah. Well, I love working with you. I love working with you I wouldn't change it. I wouldn't change a thing. Like, yeah, our journey, there have been times where it was like fighting and well, not fighting, but just like bickering constantly about everything. But you know what? We had to go through those hard, those, um, growing pains to learn how to communicate and learn how to, you know, prioritize a relationship and prioritize what's best for the brand and remove all that ego. And like, sure, it still flares up once in a while, but you know, it just takes time and patience. Yeah. It's just a process. So if you're in a spot where you're, you know, you're working together with a significant other or even a family member and you feel like you're in a really rough patch right now, just realize it's just a season. Mm -hmm. It's just, if there's something to learn, um, you know, with what you're going through right now. Um, but just try and learn what you can try and have grace with the other person or other people, um, and just try and get better and realize that again, you wouldn't have started a business with a significant other or a family member if you both didn't have a overarching dream or goal that you want to accomplish. And so if you can always remember that it, it puts a, a nice perspective on it that helps you really realize it's not just coming from a place of them wanting to be necessarily right or anything like that. It's just them wanting to achieve a dream with you. And mm-hmm. so I think if you can remember that, it, it makes it a lot easier. Yeah. Well, thank you guys so much for joining us this week and letting us share a little bit about our story and what we've learned working together as a couple. We will be back next week. Next week's episode is going to be juicy. So just get yeah, ready. We're talking That's Instagram. All. Shh. No, don't tell them. Well, I can tell them what it's about, but they don't know what it's about. Sea turtle. <laughs> That's not, I'm not ranting. No, but, I know, I know. But definitely uh, hit subscribe, um, rate it five stars if you found value in it. But yeah, we're going to be talking about Instagram next week. So you're definitely going to want to come back because yeah. we're sharing some very, very big news for 2023. Yes, let's go. Cool. Well, thank you guys. Thanks so much for listening and we'll see you next week. Okay, bye.